Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. No, 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 no one. No one gives you fatties like Skippy and Fish. Show me the money. Let's get it rolling. BetQL. Picking fatties. Hey, what's up? Welcome back. It's BetQL. Picking fatties. Tuesday, July 5th, 2022. Thanks for listening. Keep chiming in on Twitter at Picking Fatties and keep up the downloads. We need more subscribers. Spread the word. Fish and Skippy from D.C. and Colorado Springs. DB's up there in Jersey producing the hell out of it. Doing a great job as he always does. Skippy, happy July 4th weekend. It's in the rear Ooh, view. Anything crazy. Inter- Flew by. Interesting? I know. Flew by. Now we're July 5th. This month is going to fly by, I think. And then we have training camp starting. So, yeah, I didn't do much over the weekend. I think July is always the slowest month because... It is. No question about it. I mean, you only got baseball, obviously. And then baseball pumps the brakes for the All-Star week uh, in a week and a half or two weeks. That's That's later this year. Normally, it's next week. Almost every year. I don't know. Oh, because obviously, because they started later, so... I think it's not so you go through this week uh, and then through next week and and then it stops Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I think there's a couple game stores. I think it's July 18th or no, the All-Star game must be July 19th, Tuesday the 19th. I right. think. So so that'll be a really slow week, but then the following week you're starting to get closer to NFL training camps. A little closer. Following week is is game on because yeah, you're you're in the thick of it. You've got colleges that you're starting to the buzz of college football is starting to swirl. So yeah, we're not far off. Two weeks. Two weeks. When are you, when are you going to Florida? Go see mom. Mama Sarah. August, early August. And then this week, of course, I'll figure out how I'm gonna do it. I'm going to Keystone on Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, come home Monday, but I can do it from there. We'll have to figure something out on Friday, but what's Keystone? Nah, it's just a mountain town. I'm going to do a little fishing, probably play golf once. And then uh, it's just money. Cause it, everyone, it was packed this weekend. So everyone, it'll we'll be, be a little, it'll be chill next weekend. So you'll go up there Friday, Saturday, come back Sunday. No, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, come back Monday. Very excited. Right on the golf course. Pretty nice condo up there. So 
So it's nice. All right. Well, we'll figure something out. I mean, we will figure it. I'll do the shows over the weekend. It's only going to be 15, 20 minutes, whatever. I'll do it in the morning. You're not going to get a signal up there. You're not going to be able yeah, to get an email up. Oh, yeah. It's Wi Fi, everything. Dude, it's it's the it's the real deal. It's a, right on the golf course, like I said. I think I'll you're dicey. So many cocktails. You'll be dicey. So many cocktails. Yeah, we're gonna have to figure something out because um, so you'll be up, you'll be in Florida early August. That second week of August, I'm gonna move the girls back into Virginia Tech, and then uh, Wifey and I are going down to North Carolina to look for some possible towns to buy a lot in or a house in. Oh yeah, I'm not messing around. Going south. Mm-hmm. You're out. Yeah, out. You're heading south. Well, I mean, not immediately, but eventually. So uh, we're gonna have to figure some things out. I'll just say that. Well, we'll. Fi- well, we can always have fill-ins. We can have guests. It doesn't really matter. We'll figure it out. Speaking of guests, I'm gonna try and get Chip Patterson from CBSSports.com on uh, Thursday or Friday. He's awesome. He's a uh, he's a big college guy, so we can talk realignment, win totals. SEC, ACC, whatever. He just he knows it all. I love it. So um, that'll be fun. Anyway, uh, we had a pretty good week. I know we're not going to talk about overall record because I kind of forgot about it. I don't even know what it is. But just in terms of the week from last Monday until yesterday, I think we – I want to say we were about 12 and 7, 12 well, and you, 8. You've been on fire. I, I had a little slide. I lost. You had Friday. a little slide, but I, I wasn't on fire because I – I was Splitsville for maybe two or three days, but I did go two and zero a couple of days. You went two and zero a couple of days, and then I went. Uh, I lost three straight. I started the week off well last week, lost three straight, but then won yesterday. A nice dog plus one fifty or one sixty on the money line today. Yep. Another dog. I'm going all dog. There's just no point for me in doing anything but either dogs or totals. If I do totals, it'll be mostly unders. I could not believe what you and I talked about yesterday in the Diamondbacks. And I think it's just like this. I'm going to look up some more stats. But in the Diamondbacks game, there were five. I'm sorry. It might have been six. Five or six guys batting under 170. I don't think I've ever seen that. You mean for the Diamondbacks? For the Diamondbacks. Out of their nine guys playing... Five of them, it might have been six, were under 170. Only two, no one above 265. Only two, I think only three above 200, which may, maybe it was the six under. But either way, unbelievable. And and unders, by the way, every day. So I went back and checked a bunch. I don't know how yep. far I went back. Every day, half the games, if not more, unders. And every day, half the games, an underdog is winning. So why t- I'm just done. I'm done with favorites. I'm going to so, try to own the dogs. So last night, the D backs and giants went over the total, by the way, but you hit that. Um, yeah. Their top two hitters loop and Hummel are hitting 170 and 188. That's insane. Kennedy, their second baseman's hitting 182. Uh, Kelly, their catchers hitting 135. Nice. Um, let's yeah. pay him millions to get a hit 10 times out of a hundred. I mean, their best hitter is probably Marte and he's hitting 260. He's their number three hitter. So yeah, you're right. I mean, they're just not great. Christian no, Walker. My point is, is what is it? You and I talked about it. What is it telling you about base? Cause they don't have a bad record. It's not like they're 18 and 50. I mean, they're 36 and 40 now. They're, they're not horrible. Is my 36 point. and 44. Yes. Okay. So that's not so the fact that they have that, I mean, 
the hitting in baseball, I don't know what it's crazy this year. Well, if you look at team batting averages over the last five, six, seven years, they're all just plummeting. And I, I talked to Ryan Zimmerman about this because you and I are used to seeing the teams of the 80s and 90s, early 2000s, hitting two, you know, 280 as a team would lead the league, 285. Boston, I remember Boston led the league in team batting average two or three years in a row, and they were hitting close to 290 as a team. Right. Oh. Now the now the leader is it might still be Boston, but they're hitting 260, 261. And I was talking to Zim about it, and he said, "Look, he goes the the analytics they just they just don't care about batting averages anymore. They care about OPS. They care about slugging, so they care about driving the ball out of the ballpark. And I think hitters are kind of that's what they're taught now. So we're used to watching Wade Boggs and Paul Molitor and, you know, the hit machines, Tony Gwynn, Robbie well, Alomar. And the other difference, and this is a big deal too. because Ichiro. We, you have so many relief pitchers. I mean, you have a relief pitcher for every inning. This right. guy comes in in the fourth if they need him. The guy comes in in the fifth, the sixth, the seventh. So it is It is just a different game. And I think you're right. I think the analytics have changed and it's all about other things as a, you just don't see the 340, the 330, the 320 all across the boards like you did before. But, and it may, it does kind of make the game from a scoring standpoint, it makes it a little more boring. I mean, it just does, but it is. Well, then you're also, you're not familiar with a ton of names because. Yeah. It's just crazy. When I watched, I, I looked yesterday at some of the teams. God yeah. darn, I don't know any of them anymore. Almost. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's crazy. I, and, and the Hispanic population um, in Major League Baseball has gone up. And you don't know the Hispanic players because they, they're signed when they're 16. Right. And, you know, you're just not familiar with them. When when we were growing up, you saw these guys coming up through the minors. And right. you're kind of used to seeing them. But the days of those great hitters, the actual c- contact hitters, they're, they're over. They're yeah, done. they are over. Now they it's all about it's all about hitting two and three run bombs, and like you said, the pitchers they're all throwing a hundred, so they're all about striking out the guys. So guys are swinging for the fences, and if they're not swinging, if they're not hitting the ball out of the ballpark, what are they doing? They're striking out. Yeah, it was just interesting. I just couldn't believe, and then I looked at some other. I was just in shock at, and 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 the, I think I was most in shock. Like I said, at how many teams. And when I look through their lineups, how many guys are below 200 now? That's right. scary. It isn't just Arizona. It's it's a lot of teams. And you're looking and you're saying, and then you hear about what these guys get paid. And you say to yourself, like you said, it's obviously changed. And it's not about, you know, the guy bats three, you know, three. Tw- it's just not about that anymore. I just, I just couldn't believe what I was looking at. But it is what it is. Oakland, I got another fatty today. I got a couple. Oakland and... Arizona are both hitting under 220 as a team. Right. And Detroit's not far behind them. And there's a, there's a handful of other teams. It's at one point. Well, well, like I said, the, the day we gave seven plays that, that is disastrous day, our teams that we bet on, which were all home team, big favorites, and all of them <laughs> much better than the teams they were playing mm-hmm. at one point in the seventh inning, our teams had scored one run combined with six or seven games right. against poopy pitching poopoos. Right. So the game has changed and it is what it is, but it's not necessarily for the better, but I just went back to, oh, two, so like I mentioned, 
Oakland, Arizona, both hitting under 220 as a team. So right now, Oakland's last in the league at 218. I just went back to a random year, 2003. The lowest team batting average that year was Detroit with 240. Right. So 20, 20 points higher than what you're seeing today. The leader that year was Boston. They hit 290 as a team. Boston's yeah. leading this year where they're tied with Colorado, your boys out there in Denver. So, hitting, so what so what is the difference though? Do you think? Do you think the guys are just do you think they're I just, think the hitting approach is different than it was yeah, 15, it 20 be. years ago. It's yeah. gotta be. Yeah. It's all about and the long pitchers are better. It's or throw, not better. I don't know if the pitchers are better, but I think like we said, there's just more of them. And so a guy that might face the pitcher, you know, very rarely are you seeing, I guess, a pitcher the third time around, right? You're just not. Like, even if he's pitching a great game, you'll see him. You see it all the time. Guys lighting it up, and he's at 92 pitches, and you're like, he, they're not touching him. Well, they just take him out. They bring another guy, and it's going to throw even harder. Then they, right. and, then, and then after he does his job, then they bring the next guy in. And so maybe that must be the difference. You just don't well, have that in other sports. There's just no other sport where it's like that. I mean, even 10 years ago, the Angels led the league in team batting average 285. There's no team that will even sniff 285 this year. They yeah, might not hit. They might not hit over 265. Well, like we talked about, I know I club him sometimes, and I know he's great. But you know, we talked about it's not like Trout's hitting 340 this year. Was he hitting 295, 298? Uh, probably a little bit late, lower than that now. 280 yeah. maybe. 280, and and he's got 22 homers. And and remember, remember if remember, geez, remember years ago by the All Star break, you'd have guys with 35 and 40 consistently. Well, Homer. Got, I'm talking about homers. Yeah. Almost every year. You'd have someone a few. Well, guys. yeah, but everyone was juicing too. I know. Well, yeah. I mean, that was true. that that helped. The hey, juice. Aaron, Aaron Judge might hit 58 to 60 this year. I mean, he based might, on he's, his, a, he's a monster. He's, he's a, a monster. Uh, um, what else? Right. Well, what else I mean, I don't, that's basically it. I mean, baseball is all you got. And, you know, there's a couple of interesting teams out there right now. I mean, there's a couple of divisions that are completely over, but Houston's just white hot seven in a row. And they've opened up a 13 and a half game lead on the Mariners Yankees, 13 game lead on the Red Sox. The wild cards are all still in the American league East, Boston, Toronto, Tampa. Everyone else is pretty much just kind of chasing for their division titles. Um, you know, Max Scherzer comes back tonight after missing I know. a month. He's big favorite on the road. God, I was tempted to take – I was tempted to do it. DB, jump in here for a second, DB. DB had a nice little prop that he was looking at with Max Scherzer. Um, DB, what was the strikeout total number for Max tonight? Yeah, we were looking at uh, seven and a half for his total strikeouts. That's what kind of seems Kind of seems high for his first start in a month. It does, but I don't think they'd throw him out there if he wasn't completely ready. Oh, I'm and, sure he's ready, but I mean, is he going to go seven innings? Maybe he does. And he could just attack every hitter. I mean, I, like as if he doesn't do that already, you know? Right. Um, right. I'm taking a look at the number again seven and a half over is plus 116. The under is juiced to minus 146. So I oh, think they're go. thinking like we are, where he's not going to go that deep into the game and they might have right. him on a good count. Yeah. I like it anyway. I like the under, even though it's 145 or 150. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, DB, thank you. Um, all right, Skippy, let's jump into some NFL here. Vikings and Bears. I know that you guys touched on the uh, Packers and Lions, but let's finish out the NFC North, Vikings and Bears. I'll just give you a couple win totals here. First of all, the Bears are at six and a half. The over is even. The under is minus 130. And I'm just kind of looking at their schedule to open up. They they open up against the Niners. Now, it's a home game on 9-11, but the Niners will be a tough opening week team for Justin Fields. And everything hinges on how – Played him last Fields year. Is. Played him Every- last year in the – who was that? I remember it because I actually gave the game out to people. Uh, it was, I think it was an eight point spread last year. They won, I think they won 32 to 20 final, if I remember correctly. The di- the thing for the Bears at six and a half, and this is, this is a, fa- I don't care what, how good Fields is. I don't care how much he's improved. I don't care about the moves they've made. I don't, here's what I know. If they don't, I don't care if they drafted all Hall of Famers on the offensive line. If they don't perform on the offensive line, I don't care who they've what they say. If they don't figure that out, because it doesn't, it's not just about their it's their schemes and everything else. A Fields is going to get killed, and B, he's not killed. They're not going to have a good year because they cannot protect him. And you and I both know if you cannot protect the quarterback in the NFL, you will not win. Bengals got lucky last year with Burroughs. They did. They got lucky in the Tennessee game. I think they sacked them 9, 10, 11 times. They still won the game. Right. It cost them It cost them the Super Bowl because they couldn't protect them after the first quarter. In fact, I remember because someone had a large wager on over five or was going to put an enormous wager on over five and a half or six and a half sacks for the Rams. They had zero in the first quarter, I think. And then all they did was sack Burroughs. And, of course, at the end of the game. And, and it's just like. I don't know. I don't know if I believe the Bears can get to seven. I feel like they could get better. Now, if they improve their offensive line, hell yeah, because their defense can play a little bit. They well, can get to seven. I, they did They did add a couple of potential starting linemen in free agency, and they drafted four guys. Now, they didn't draft anybody real high. Shocker. Right. They didn't draft anybody real high. Their, their, their highest draft pick on the line was fifth round, a couple six-rounders and a seventh-rounder, so – you know, a couple of those guys might not even make the team, but they did try and address it. But it no, I know they were going to address it. It was obvious, but they better make them good somehow. They better figure out how to make everybody really good this year, or else yeah. they're not. It's going to be a brutal. I'm just not excited about their offensive weapons. I mean, Fields, if he gets out and runs a little bit, and you know, he's going to have to score six, seven, eight rushing touchdowns minimum for them to be any serious threat offensively. Dave Montgomery, okay, he's fine, but. Their receivers are just okay. Darnell Mooney, I guess he could put up some numbers, but he doesn't really scare you. Uh, so I'm just not, I'm not excited about their line. Excuse me, their offensive weapons. 
especially behind that line. So six and a half. I mean, let's just look at their schedule real quick. Oh, it's brutal. Niners at the Packers. Okay, Texans. Then at the Giants, okay, the worst decision-making team ever, of course, the Giants. But when we get they'll to be them, be, they'll be better this year. Well, they come on. Saquon is – come on. They, they, Daniel, Daniel Jones is awful. Um, I like him, but he just makes horrible decisions. At the Vikings versus Washington, at the Patriots, and at the Cowboys. That's their first eight games. And then when you get done with that and you go to number nine, you get to play the Dolphins – the Lions at the now they're back eight. Listen to this, the, the final eight because those first eight are brutal. I don't right. see how they get over two. There's only there. a there's only a couple of easy outs. Maybe Houston at Correct. home, Washington Maybe. at home. Washington at home won't be easy. No, uh, hell yeah. no. Yeah, now, I don't you, see. now you then you go Dolphins. Okay, you get them at home. You get the Lions at home. Then you go at Falcons at Jets. Of course, you get the Packers again. Of course, then you get the Eagles, the Bills. I mean, let's be honest. They didn't get to. They have to play the NFC East, which of course will be decent and then they get to play the afc east and they get to play the bills and the patriots both of those well they get the bills home but and then you still obviously you have the vine the the liking or the lions and and then the vikings i don't know man that's that's brutal i would be tempted to not go over that it's crazy because they were so bad last year and they got six wins now some of those wins were you know they beat the giants when the giants were dead they beat Detroit at home. Um, they actually, I think they swept Detroit, but they beat Cincy in week two. Remember that? F- Justin Fields had 60 yards passing and they beat Cincy. Um, and then well, they beat, remember, and they, they, they went they out could to get C- there. They went out to Seattle and won. So it's just one of those things where you look at the schedule and on paper you go, all right, loser, winner, winner, loser, loser, loser. Right. Of course. You just can't do that. No. So as bad as they were last year, they still got six wins. I mean, I wouldn't bet over six and a half, but I, I might stay away from it. I don't. I think they could probably be right on that line. Well, yeah, I don't. I'm not. I've already said on this show, I am not an NFL. I'm not an NFL win total guy unless I go. Like I've said, I'll continue to say it. The Ravens is my play of the year on that. I just think if, and of course, it's predicated on the health of Jeff. But if he's healthy, they will. They will win that. It's a lock. It's an L O C K. People, I love it. It's a lock over the All nine right. and. I like unders. I don't like over other overs. All right. Minnesota, speaking of nine, juice to the over nine, 125, unders 105. And I know you can't really blame the quarterback for wins and losses, but I mean, Kirk Cousins makes 40 million a year or whatever it is, 35, 40 million a year. He's won one playoff game, and that was 2019 when he beat Drew Brees in New Orleans. Remember that game? Played pretty well in that game. And then he got pummeled by Jimmy G and the Niner defense. So he's won one playoff game in, I don't know, eight years, nine years, whatever. I don't know how long he's been in the league, but um, nine wins. Now, brand-new coaching staff. Kevin O'Connell comes in, brand-new coaching staff. So maybe that helps him a little bit, but I just a don't, lot have, of that. I don't have a lot of faith in Kirk Cousins to get over nine wins. They have. I'll tell you, it's gonna their first four games, for them to get over nine, they better, they better have a two-and-two two start. Uh, minimum because they get the Packers to start the year. Now, like I said, because we talked about the Packers, the other show, they beat the Where's Packers. Where's that game? It's, it's at Minnesota, and I'm pretty sure Minnesota got them last year late. It was a high-scoring game. Packers got them late. I'm sorry, Minnesota got the Packers late in that game, and that was the one in Minnesota, or it might have been the one in Green Bay. Either way, they I think they, they beat them one of those games. 
Then they have then they have to go to the at the Eagles. They get the Lions, and then they have at the Saints. And trust me, at the Saints, that defense is going to be good again. Then it gets a little easier. The next four, they get the Bears at the Dolphins versus the Cardinals, and then at Washington. But this next stretch, not easy. At the Bills, Cowboys, Pat- at versus the Patriots, Jets at Lions. They get the Colts this year. That's not going to be an easy game. I don't know. Ten and seven. Uh, I mean, I th- I always think Minnesota is going to be better than they are. I don't like that total either. And like you said, how, how can you believe in Kirk cousins? I like him as a person, but he just doesn't win in big games. He just doesn't win. He doesn't win them, Ricky. I know he doesn't. The one thing he's got to do is got to have a healthy Dalvin cook. Dalvin cook, when he's healthy, he's a complete scary beast mode. And, but he just, he's in and out. seems like he's in and out. How do they keep him healthy? Dude, they, they, he's not a healthy, he's not been healthy. He's like a lot like Saquon. He's just always in and out. And that's not like a, fluke it seems like it's a trend and with they're a completely different team with him in and him out so to bet on that and say oh i'm gonna bet he's gonna be in when he's not in all the time i don't know how you do that i can't predict the future if he's gonna be healthy well and then can can you rely on kirk cousins in a huge game no that might might meet a, a playoff spot no, or playoff berth. Can he win that game? I mean, his no. Completion- we've seen him do it. We've seen him do it a couple of years with the Vikings, where they had to win the game and he didn't do it, and so they're they're out. I'll How tell do you what, I know? For a fantasy quarterback, he's he's good at fantasy because he's going to yes, put up numbers. Is. A lot of those numbers are empty. Yes, empty. Yeah, but he um, when it comes to a big game that he's got to win to get to the playoffs or get or win in the playoffs, he just doesn't do it. So re- nine, uh, I'd probably go under the nine. Because I mean, guys brand new coaching lose. staff, you don't know how you know systems change, and they've got to have Cook healthy. Got to got stud receivers, but Cook's got to be there. Played 13 and games last year, and he was in and out in a couple of those games. Cleats is somewhat of a Vikings bar. That's how I know. I just hear it every time I'm there. It's just all Vikings, and so they're just so frustrated with. Kirk. They are excited that they switched coaches because they didn't like him at all, but they're very they get very frustrated with Kirk Cousins. So. That's How a wrap. Could you like Zimmer? How could you like Zimmer? I know. I, like I mean, he was a good guy, but he was a, just an awful coach. Uh, so, picks now, so baby. real quick. All right, real quick. Last year, remember they were in a decent spot for the playoffs because they were five and five. All right, heading into Thanksgiving weekend, lost to San Francisco and then lost to Detroit, both back to back, and then lost to the Rams and lost to Green Bay. All right, good teams, better teams. So the better teams that they played, they lost to, and you just can't count on Kirk Cousins to beat them. So um, I would agree, probably under the nine. All right, picks time. Picks. I'll, I'll time. let you, you start. Go, oh, okay, you want me to start? I'm going to go you with the card. I'm going to go with the Cardinals today. I'm not. They're plus one twenty-five. They've really struggled. They've lost six of ten. I get it. And and you, of course, you're going to pick a, a money line dog. You hate going against the Braves. The Braves are my team this year. I've said it, but you can't. I just can't give give favorites all the time. Um, I don't like Anderson. I mean, if if you could get the Braves, it's not like Anderson is lights out. Gives up some runs. Cardinals got shut out two days ago last night. Couldn't get it done. They lose six to three. I'm going to take. The uh, cards plus one twenty-five on the money line today. All right, plus one twenty-five cards in Atlanta. Yeah, it's true. Right. I love the Braves, but I have to do it. I How many do picks it. do I have? Two, Ricky. You always, always do two. Do. You'll do two every day the rest of the year. Two, well, two. Yeah, we got to give a three pack every day. You got to do it. 
Um, all right, so I'm going to start with Philadelphia at home, 7.05 first pitch against the Nats. I'm not going to go money line. That's a little too big. I'll go run line, and they are plus 125 on the run line. Let me see. i got to make sure I got that right. Philadelphia is plus 120 on the run line. Uh, Chris Sanchez is pitching for Philly. Now, they're going bullpen here because he's not a starter. Um, so, you know, maybe he gives them two innings tops and they'll get into the bullpen. I just don't care because the Nats have just died. The Nats have been embarrassing. Swept by the Marlins. They've, they've lost 12 out of 13 to the Marlins. And now they're going to go up there to Philly with that lineup. Espino pitches for the Nats. He's been all right. But um, I think Philly gets them tonight and will score five or six runs. The Nats just struggle to score. Soto's banged up, probably won't play tonight. So that's their best left-handed bat, obviously. So I'll take the Phillies minus the one-and-a-half run line. And my second play is – I'm going to go total here. I like this one. I'm going to go total here, my friend. I'm going to go under the nine-and-a-half. Under the nine-and-a-half Twins White Sox. Um, that's an 8-10 start. This is going to be Archer going for Minnesota, Kopech going for the White Sox. Twins have not scored a ton of runs in the last 10 games. In fact, they haven't played a game where there's been 10 runs. Actually, they played one in the last nine, so they just not playing a lot of high-scoring games. Kopech, I like. ERA is under three. Doesn't get a lot of run support, but I think he's good. Um, so I'll go under the 9.5 Minnesota-Chicago. I love it. Only because because I got to tell you, like I said, you look throughout these games during, you know, nine's a big, when you get up to that nine and a half, 10 total, I mean, not that it doesn't happen and it can happen, but just a lot of unders in major league, but just stuff. I just don't remember now that I'm kind of back into baseball weight, you know, a lot more than I was before. A lot of totals go low. I like there's it. a lot of big favorites. Mets minus two. Oh, of course you're known as Bish. I give the favorites. You're known as the picking favorites. I love it. Well, I'm not giving, I mean, I'm right. giving a run line. But it's a right. favorite, but I'm not giving the actual. You know line. that you know that I almost picked the Rockies plus one and a half because it's still plus money. So a dog plus run it run and a half. I'm telling you, people, take a peek at it. All right, look, Dodgers are minus two thirty. Guardians in Detroit are minus one fifty five. Astros against Zach Granke are minus two forty. That's wow. let me tell you something. If there's ever a spot the Astros go down today, that's because Granke pitched well his last outing. Blue Jay, are the Blue Jays going to keep losing? They're minus one seventy out in Oaktown, but are they going to keep no, losing? Well, I don't know. I, I I was I'm not a believer in them, but I'm not. I'm just not with Toronto. I, I get sized, and then they just let me down. They get let me down. Yankees yeah. are in Pittsburgh. They're minus two hundred, even on the run line. They're minus one twenty. Yeah, it's crazy. So Do you know the other day, and then we'll wrap it because this thing's just going forever, and I love it. I could sit here and talk for hours, but I got to tell you, the other day I give Blue Jays on the run line. I even told you about this, but I think it was Saturday's game. Mm-hmm. They load the bases in the first, third, fifth, and ninth. I think they loaded the bases four times in that game. They didn't score at all, I don't think. I think they scored one run out of the bases loaded f- three or four times, and th- all of those times there was one out or less. I mean – how can you make that up, Ricky? How can you do it? So I can't believe in him. So I don't that's know just, what's going to happen with that's it. It's bad, bad luck. luck. It's called bad luck. Is. It is. Well, hopefully we'll get some good luck tonight. All right, so real quick, Cardinals money line plus money. Phillies run line plus money. Under nine and a half. I love it. White Sox. All right, keep spreading the news. Yeah, you got to spread it, people, and you got to subscribe. Because I look at other people on Twitter. They have a lot more followers than we do, too, and that makes me very upset. So I don't know why. 
But I do know during football we'll be the greatest team handicapping team ever. out there. Yeah, ever of all time. Hey, DB, jump back in here real quick. Then we got to end it. So I just want to say see you later. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's my see man. I like DB. DB for life. All right. all right, Skippy boy. I'll talk to you later. Uh, remember, Peace. spread the news, subscribers, downloads, and you can tweet us. And yes, I will respond. Bing. Oh, and last thing, and I'm going to have to bring it up on tomorrow's show, and then we end it. And I will discuss this tomorrow in the intro. You're taking over Twitter at Picking Fatties. I love it. You're taking it over, and I'm out. And people don't even know that, but we'll but find they will tomorrow. tomorrow. Peace. All right. See you later. Out. What's up? It's Skippy. You've been listening to BetQL Picking Fatties. If you like what you hear from Bish and myself, make sure you subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Leave a rating and you want to keep coming back every day because we have new episodes being released seven days a week and we're giving out five. 